Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yes, folks, we know you've missed the mayhem. We know you've braved the carnage. And you, madam, yes, you, we know your life's been sad and empty without robots being ripped to shreds. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dassalo and with me as always... Ben Vanell here. It's the last time you'll see me in this time zone ever. I'm never wow. coming back. <laughs> this guy's living in the past forever. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> back when you didn't have to be political. No. <laughs> the ultimate saving it for the pod. Just guys, I'm moving overseas and I'm going to reveal it on the podcast. This holiday yeah. is a sea change. That's how they start sometimes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. My name's Adam Knox and I'm in pole position Ooh. ready to begin this Armored core reference re- yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of <laughs> yeah uh yeah a lot of big loud machines yes going into areas over the mm. last little bit mm. um uh, it, it's 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 a fun time to be a rev head that's right <laughs> the biggest loud machine of all the playstation portal <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i th- where do we want to start today? Well, i don't know not a lot on the docket but a lot to say about the minimal amount of things on the yeah, docket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, we can start because they we, we talked a little bit about it when they sort of showed it off, but they announced pricing and and, and more details about the, the PlayStation name. Portal, mm, yep. which is the little handheld thing. FKA Project Q, I think well, it was oh, called when they right. revealed it in that PlayStation Direct thing a couple of months oh, ago. When, it, when right. it was still a non- was it really? Because yes, Project Q. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Wasn't Project Q the name of those Persona games? Oh, maybe they're called Persona Q. That would make yeah. more sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that would be cool if they were like, and the code name for it is Persona Q. Now, obviously, we're not going to call it this when it comes to market mm. because that's already the name of a video game. Yeah. That's why it's an internal only <laughs> code name for now. Yeah. yeah but you yeah. got to admit, sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Weird to, because it <laughs> feels like they an, a, a, announced that thing like not that long ago and mm. to go from Project Q to PlayStation Portal uh, very quickly. It kind of sounds like a menu screen. <laughs> it's weird in this. I don't mind it. It's like, because it makes me think PlayStation Portable. I guess they're taken out of B. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And some other letters. It's it is weird it. in this. It, like you you rarely hear about that kind of stuff being announced with a code name anymore. That's mm. so like mid nineties to me. Of like, right. We're working on our new console. It's codenamed the Dolphin. You know, and stuff like mm. that. You just you hardly ever get that. Everything's got to be like so polished when it's revealed to the public now that it's rare that you get anyone going like. Mm, we're just tinkering away with this little hardware was, idea. Was it the One X that was Scorpio? And then did the Series X have a code name as well? I feel Ooh, like because definitely yeah. the NX was the Switch. Was it like Project Omega or something? There was some. Maybe it was Project X, Ooh. and that's why Sony had to go with Q because we're running out of letters for projects. <laughs> I think. I think. Yeah, you're right. The one was 
Scorpion. Scor- I, think? I think it was Scorpio. Okay, I feel I'm like more we're of a not going to be uh, looped in on a Switch Two code name. It's just everyone knows it as Switch Two. Yeah, and it feels like at this point they're just going to announce it and be like, "This is what it is." We're being, yeah, we're being, uh, we're being robbed of someone stealing the patent and uh, being well, let, letting us know the internal code name. We'll start calling it Raven. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's good. Maybe we could get it going. Gun Sixteen. <laughs> um, yeah, so I the, guess Switch Two is like the code name. That's kind that's of the, the code. Essentially, that's the yeah, code name. Yeah. But that's that's boring, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me pretend to be a spy while I'm reading Eurogamer. <laughs> uh, I, I, so yeah, the, the, there's the, that thing, uh, there's, and there's two pairs of headphones. Yeah, yes. that's right. The, oh, um, and they acquired some headphone company. Uh, did they? Yeah. Uh, one I'd never heard of. It was like a Bose equivalent, like a, like a okay, high end. High end, right. noise cancelling. Because I know tech. they've got their like Sony uh, proprietary like uh wireless headphone technology yes. codec thing yeah. yes. that I think these are using or maybe they're using that new one or something. I don't know. But yeah. they, it's the the Pulse Pro, I think. The, That's right, the Pulse. The yeah. headphone headphones are cool, which the, they look cool to me because they've got a thing that I've never seen before, mm. which is uh, a pair of breasts in real life. <laughs> no, which is um, uh, 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 they've got a hanger that comes with it that is a charging hanger. Oh, that's cool. Oh. You hang up your headphones and they're charging. That is cool. Yeah. I have your headphones that. for yeah. the night and get them charging. Sony also make Walkmans too, which I just watched a two-hour ad for in the cinemas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do still make warm Walkmans. Uh, Walkmans. <laughs> yes. I wish I could Walks listen man. to my Walksmen in my Nissan. Um, uh. the, and the Pulse... Head f- You've uh, got the earphones. Pulse ones, right? I've got the, f- the original over-ear. ones, the mm. fucking defunct, useless ones. <laughs> yeah, um, and they're all right. They're they're right. headphones, mm-hmm. yeah, and they uh, work. Mm-hmm. There's not too much to say about them. They sound fine mm. for the price, and they're pretty comfortable. They're made f- not for quite as big of a head as mine, right? Okay, uh, so, but they do still fit. Numbskulls only. I don't know if there's something fucking wrong with my ears, but I didn't hear anything you said for the last few minutes. But I, I you've have, been riffing surprisingly well. <laughs> uh, it's all guesswork. The 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 3D stereo audio stuff mm. that they talk about often with the PlayStation, like you can hear it in 3D. I've never massively noticed the difference myself. Sure, mm. I'm not an appreciator of a sound stage for whatever reason. Mm. Sometimes there are those things with tech where, like, you see other people talk about it, and then you just can't see or hear what the difference is, and you're like, "Are, they, are the people that are like going on about this? Are they just?" Having a lend, yeah. you know what I mean? Are they, have they just read the blurb and they're like, "Well, I don't want to sound stupid, so I'd right, a bit be psychosomatic." Like they're yeah, like, totally. "Yeah, I, yeah, I," because I've only noticed true surround sound in a cinema mm. where it's like there are speakers behind, you know, like it's literally. Yeah, surround I sound. remember those like early demos of like it's eight D audio, which yeah. I don't know how the fuck they got to eight so quickly because it's three. <laughs> it where right. it would be like a pretend barber shop and someone would be walking around the microphones going. Now I'm gonna cut your hair over this side. <laughs> yeah. And now yeah. I'm gonna walk around and cut your hair over well, the other side. Well, according to some mm. cinemas, f- the fourth dimension is just getting a bit wet. Yeah. If your so chair like vibrates. You can, yeah. As well. You yeah. can't tell me there's another four good ones after that. Undiscovered dimensions. <laughs> Undiscovered well, we've dimensions. got it. We've nailed it. Turns out they're worthwhile. all audio. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I can so sometimes detect the sounds. I got like a good pair of uh, Sony headphones a while ago, and the soundstage stuff with music. I was like skeptical oh, yeah. about that, and put it on, and it's like. Oh yeah, it does sound like the guitar is there and the drums are there. That's sure. cool. But I can 
it, it, in with, a game, with games in particular, yeah. like, it feels like I was so already defined. getting that mm. in stereo as well. Like, yeah, I've yeah. never had a problem being like, oh, yeah, that came from over there. Mm. Uh, but anyway. The height also, of that for me is, do you remember like the Windows sound test thing? It was like a real tech thing where oh, it was yeah. like, it'd just go left to right and right to left. It's like... Yeah, that's all I need. Damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I got two ears. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but And there's like a, a configuration thing with the 3D audio that I've tried to work out if it if, if I'm... Because it's like a waterfall sound mm. and they're like, adjust it. There's five uh, notches up or down or whatever. Mm. And it says, adjust it until it sounds right. And it makes the waterfall sound higher and lower. But I don't know what one's meant to be right. How high are is the waterfall? To, are you meant to want to be like in the water? Where am wet? I standing? Because yeah. I like could be top? at the top of a waterfall. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to get wet. I'm moving that sound back. It should be to the left and like 20 <laughs> metres away, I guess. Yeah, JFK yeah. style. Yeah. Back That's and to so the left. That's so funny. It's like, a, yeah, the, the like calibration tests at the start of nearly every game of just like... Move this scale until you can barely see the Im- yeah. image on the left. Mm. And I'm always like, well, what is barely see? I mean, I can still sort of see it. Is that, That's barely. Is that too bright? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then I'm like, That's if I take it a means. notch down and I'm squinting, I'm like, I guess I can... If I squint, I can see it. Now I know that's where barely. It would be. Yeah, yeah. I remember. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I also know that it's there. I, know, I don't mm. quite get why there isn't a visual <laughs> element with it too, where it's like, hey, here's this guy talking there. Adjust this until it sounds like he's there. Yeah. Right. I could yeah. understand that. Anyway, they they've got the earbuds too, which come in a cool, stupid looking little PS5 mm. looking case, mm-hmm. and I think they look really dumb and like old Bluetooth headphones for a real estate agent, but oh, also that's... cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the end of that sentence was going to be, I've pre-ordered them. <laughs> no. no with any of this and uh, I've signed up for a real estate course <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I've got a spare afternoon uh, the, the, and you got, got you got you recently had a head injury yeah. so yeah. I've got a beautiful $80 suit on the way <laughs> it's gonna light up those inspections I can owe someone for a BMW for the rest of my life that's fine uh, the, the, so the, the the PlayStation portal is sort of the main thing which yes. I think all of us are a bit confounded by. Yeah. I felt insane this week. So this <laughs> they drop this and they reveal the price point to be, I believe it's 199 US, which is, have they said what I, it is in Australian? No, but it's the same as uh, a roughly 315-ish Australian dollars, I believe yep. is a conversion. Right. And in the US, a Switch Lite is 199 Okay. And sure. here okay. I think they're 349 And generally things go a little bit above because... Bit the, of tax and shit. The US prices never include taxes. So, yeah. Um, oh, sure. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll so probably be about 350 350-ish. And I saw a, f- a lot of people online being like, Wow, that's a really attractive price point. And I felt insane mm. because this thing is not doing anything. <laughs> it it's, can yeah. stream from your PlayStation 5 over your Wi-Fi connection yes. in your house. Hello, how you doing? Sorry to interrupt. It's me, Adam, from the podcast you're listening to. Uh, I'm jumping in after the recording to do a quick little correction here, something we don't normally do, but uh, uh, we don't normally have to. It's our first ever mistake on the show. Hooray! Uh, we, we, we say while we're talking about the PlayStation portal here that it has to be on the same Wi-Fi network as your PS5. That's wrong. It just has to be connected to Wi-Fi. It can play the PS5 remotely. So it can play games from a physical PS5 remotely as long as the thing is connected to a Wi-Fi network. We got our wires crossed with that. It doesn't change much about what we're going to say about how we feel about it because, you know, but it important distinction to make. So I thought I'd jump in 
and uh, let you know that, yeah, we got we got mixed up there. You can connect to Wi-Fi with a PlayStation portal anywhere and play your PS5 back home, even if you're away from the thing. Also, correction for when we're talking about Gran Turismo later, we completely forgot to talk about how Jerry Halliwell is in the movie, which is, I think, the more significant uh, error. Ignoring a Spice Girl makes no sense. Getting confused about Wi-Fi, sure. But having a Spice Girl walk in front of you and go like, that's just the person. That's ridiculous. Anyway, um, back to us getting <laughs> some details about the PlayStation Portal wrong. But to be clear, it works over any Wi-Fi network. See you later. Well, see you immediately with more podcast. Uh, it's essentially a Wii U gamepad. Mm. I've seen people go like, oh, sometimes, you know, the wife wants to watch TV. So this is cool because I can play a PlayStation game in the other room. And it's like I guarantee you've already got maybe four different ways in your house of doing that with things that you already have. Right. Yeah, because, like, I guess if you look at it as, like, a PS5 controller is about 100 bucks. And so this is a two hundred and fifty dollar. We're talking Australian. Yeah, oh, we're talking Australian. <laughs> oh, brother! Oh, good day. <laughs> uh, Can't we be talking Australian? It's a two hundred and fifty dollar like wireless monitor. Yes. Yep. Plus controller attached. They're targeting the battery life of the like a similar thing to the DualSense about that time, which I found to be unusually low for a controller. Yeah, not that good. In my yeah. Experience. So, it, but also it's, like if you can only play it at home. You can just plug it in, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, to yeah. the charger. No, to, yeah, the battery. That that is a thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You're right. The battery life is kind of almost irrelevant because you yeah. can't ever take it very far away from a PowerPoint. And mm. to, I love picking up the switch and walking around, crashing into <laughs> shit. Other, me too. And like playing it somewhere <laughs> in the house. So I do get the appeal of this like form factor. Mm. It's just, um, it's a shame that it's limited to the Wi-Fi thing and not, and to the capabilities that some streaming things are which also have not worked super well for me ever yeah well, because that's the thing you spend 350 on this thing and then if your home internet is down for whatever reason Mm -hmm. you can't use it you can't play your games in your own house your internet would it matter if your internet was cut out or just if the wi-fi router wasn't i was talking about this with a friend over the weekend and we couldn't yeah, we we, it we, does didn't, we didn't know. It was yeah. a long it yeah. was a long conversation. Both it of was, you just go like maybe neither of you whipping out the phone and it, it was literally the walk from my house to the MCG and we could not get to the bottom of it by the time we got Fuck. to our destination. I would imagine it doesn't matter if you're actually connected online any further than the PS5 needs to be connected online because they have also said the like PS3 streaming and the and the the the, the streaming things that you can get with like the PlayStation Plus extra premium mm-hmm. Packages, cloud stuff. Those yep. won't be doable on no this. No cloud stuff and no Bluetooth as well. Yeah. Oh, right. So, so you no have to use those headphones, right? And Bluetooth headphones have always been too laggy for me with games. Right. Anyway, when I've used them for stuff. So, like, it's not, like, crazy, I don't think, this thing. It's a. It's just a real luxury on top of a luxury. It's quite right? specific. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing where it's like if it came packaged in with a PlayStation 5 as, like, the second controller... And it and you and you go oh cool like kind of what the you know the, they just botched the messaging of the Wii U mm. but that concept of being able to play in your house away from the TV if someone else is using the TV mm-hmm. that is still that's kind of what a lot of people just use their Switch for like they're not right. even taking it outside of the house it, so it is a cool thing conceptually but this this kind of feels because Sony aren't a company that are 
concerned with what their things cost. You know, they've got a VR headset that's like $800. They're not... Which, to be fair, is a relatively good price for what that thing is capable of. The problem with that thing is Mm. more about the game. No, totally. But But I mean, a company like Nintendo, they really want to keep their costs down because they're targeting families and they're targeting younger people. Sony have always been more on the side of we want the best tech in our things. Like they... They're not. They don't seem as concerned with something coming out at a higher price point because they sort of. I feel like they do treat themselves as sort of like a luxury brand. Mm. So well, I guess they they have measured themselves against Microsoft. Yeah, and that's the thing of like, well, can we get away with it being fifty dollars more if it's you know ten five times as power? You know, like that's their reasoning usually. And that mm. feels like what this is as well on at least mm. a, a con- concept page is like. Microsoft is pushing play anywhere. Yeah. Mm. And so we need a screen that they can take <laughs> away from the PlayStation. Yeah. It just I, I I think the people who are interested in this would also be interested in one that was one or even two hundred US dollars more that had like a streaming capability like that Logitech thing that's that it, came that's, out the cloud. Yeah, yeah. some storage. And some ma- right? that's exactly what I'm I saying suppose. though. Like they aren't concerned with like yeah, tipping into a higher price point. So it's weird to me that they didn't spend a little bit more time making this just basically a PlayStation 4 because so many of the right. games that are coming out are still last gen. If they went, this little thing, you can take it with you and it can play your PS library up to these. The PS5 mm. exclusives won't work on it, but everything up to there, you can take oh. your library with you. But then that, it get like that's like a Vita Almost yeah. like a Vita two, and I'd think that and I guess, and then maybe remote remote play for a PS five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I I don't, I, yeah, I'm not sure how much it would benefit them to be like to to have a lower powered console handheld thing at the moment. That could, obviously they're not interested in that because they've not made it. When yeah, they have the opportunity, I guess, in terms of like a marketing cycle and whatever that they're doing with this thing. It really is just. If your screen is a family screen, yeah, and you don't want to plug your PS5 in in a different room, right? Yeah, here you go. Well, this is and I if mean, you're a millionaire, yeah, yeah. Well, this you, is the thing that's like been kind or of a changed stupid about poor the... person <laughs> like myself. I'm not having a go at anybody else. That is purely an inwardly targeted comment. Yeah, but you also don't have to share your screen, so it's uh, it's unnecessary. I know, I but you know. I don't have a screen in, screen in every inch of my house. I do have a screen in every inch of my house. Because <laughs> this is the hard thing is that the whole, the ecosystem of being a handheld has changed so much with the Switch and now the Steam Deck where, mm. you know, 10 years ago it would have been a company had their, um, they had their their console library and then they had their handheld library. Right. And now, like, if they came out and went, this is a handheld and we're going to bring out a mini god of war for it and a mini right. whatever like people would like I, I think those days are over like you can't do that now i think so if you're going to make reaction. a handheld it has to be you can take these home you can take these same home games on the go with you there's mm. no such thing as the like dedicated mini handheld experience anymore and i'd imagine if they had something that's like it's like a ps4 in your hand they would have some blowback to that too of like similar to what the series s is getting a little bit now with the Baldur's right. Gate 3 stuff which they figured out by the they, way mm. or they let them off with it i think yeah yeah they had a which... meeting at like gamescom and uh <clears throat> it seems as though that meeting went hey phil 
you want this game on your shit, don't you? Yeah. Well, then here's the only option. <laughs> yeah. And so just you can't do co-op on a Series S, which makes right. sense. That's a good solution. Like, totally. Yeah. Totally. It's dumb that they made such a hard and fast rule initially. Like you, you've just hamstrung yourself. It seems mm. somewhat short-sighted, perhaps. Mm. Um, but if if they then allow for different versions on different consoles, it becomes confusing and a different thing. But also the solution to that problem going forward, maybe. Yeah, right. I don't know. This thing's like for a very specific group of people, and I guess they are only making the case for that. Maybe that's mm. part of the thinking behind it is like it's not confusing what it is. True. It's right. confusing do, why it is maybe yeah. to some extent, but it, it, they've made it very clear what this thing's capable of. I just of. still do yeah. feel like you've got, if you are that person who wants to play off the TV, away from the TV for whatever reason, you've got a wireless controller, you've got a phone, you've got mm. an iPad, you probably do, if you're someone who can afford this, you probably do already have four different things in your house. Like you can get a wireless controller, pair it to your iPad, get the PS Remote Play app and do that. Yeah. Which is a bigger script. Like you've got, if, if you can afford this and you're looking at this luxury, you have the means to do this already mm, and you've yeah. probably figured that out if it's an issue to you. And I guess I it's know. always good to have <laughs> options. It's just, yeah, what, 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 what hole is this filling? Yeah. What gap is this filling? Also, I can, you know, the form factor of having like the molded dual sense i can see being really nice but it it looks like a prototype it yeah, looks it so weird it does look like one of those like uh you know someone's photoshopped this is the playstation 6 yes mm. it's gonna be a screen and that screen can fold up and it you can like, eat it and yeah, it looks like it was made in tears of the kingdom <laughs> it's just like <laughs> yeah. this unwieldy thing just like yeah sticking off it mm. interested to to hear about how because if that introduces it like the 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 thing over like an ipad or whatever that i could see being a benefit of it is if it is relatively low lag low latency mm, sure yeah yeah if it isn't that mm. if it doesn't have that benefit to it then yeah truly like why mm. why i, guess I mean I just yeah. in my sentence there why sure the why? library may not appeal to you and whatever but yeah when you stack it up against getting a switch light which is has is actually playing the games on it natively and you can take it out of the house it does that does turn it into like a weird price pointed thing mm. but uh yeah i'll be interested to hear from uh any of our listeners i've seen i have seen a few people be like yeah this looks great i'm gonna go in okay when's it out is it out soon or i don't like? think i think this year i yeah, don't okay. think it's too too far away i think for me it just falls in the same like uh, category as those headphones and stuff of like well it's nice that sony have made it for the people who only buy sony stuff but i don't Really care. Yeah. It's a headphone jack on the PS5 controller. Like you truly yeah. don't need separate different headphones. You can pl plug any in. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's but all. If you want, if you want a piece of tech with those w the white sleek dual sense. Oh yeah. You know, it's like well, that's the one for you. I want to look like an man. Android baby. <laughs> Get me iRobot on the phone. Uh, he wouldn't talk on a phone. He'd have it built in. Um, Very true. That would be so. If a robot, if anyway, he'd have Bluetooth. Headphones like a real estate. Agent. His ears would be that. Yeah. Already. Yeah, yeah. You Fuck think the robot cool. would be using Bluetooth? He wouldn't be Bluetooth himself? That's what I'm saying. He'd have He's Bluetooth. He's all Bluetooth. Yeah. His yeah. teeth would be blue. He's Damn. Bjorn Bluetooth or whatever it's named <laughs> after. <laughs> yeah, isn't it a pirate? Some, Someone the yeah. would, would like I don't really know. It's a it's like a Nordic explorer or something. Like yeah, it's something. Hell yeah, man. Imagine being able to bring someone back from the dead 
if you just in years a technology you didn't understand was named arbitrarily after you mm-hmm. yeah. the old uh, ship of universal serial bus oh, he'd yeah. be freaked mm. out if he could see what happened to his name today or Mr. Gran Turismo oh. speaking of Sony making <laughs> strange, <he> is. <laughs> strange decisions <laughs> that I'm not sure who they're for mm. Young Australians have never been more lonely, yet loneliness is rarely discussed and often misunderstood. Season 2 of the We Are Lonely podcast is a part of Medibank's 10-year commitment to reduce chronic loneliness in Australia. Follow the journey of four diverse 20-somethings on their search for connection. It's shocking enough to know that half of us will feel lonely this week, but it may surprise you more to learn that young adults are some of the loneliest people in Australia. If we learn to understand and manage feelings of loneliness, it can be a normal part of the spectrum of human emotions. Just as we all get hungry or thirsty, we all get lonely. It's a normal part of being human. But if it becomes chronic, it can have the same impact on us as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Over this six-part reality podcast series, four young people meet with mentors and experts who will help them build strategies to reconnect. Through their stories, we understand the reality of loneliness in Australia, experienced by a generation that theoretically has never been more connected. Follow four vastly different young adults as We Are Lonely unpacks the complexity of emotions that come with this formative period in our lives. We Are Lonely is available wherever you listen to your podcasts. Search for We Are Lonely and listen today. I guess, Grant, I don't know if it's doing well, the movie. Um, we all saw Gran Turismo, the film as well. Yes. Can I, I was telling a friend about how I was going to, I saw Gran Turismo. Mm. They were like, oh, yeah, what did you think? And I was like, yeah, you know, it's a blah, blah, blah. It's about racing. And they're like, yeah, I guess so. And kept <laughs> talking about it. Uh, Gran Torino is a film about race. So we talked for quite some time Thinking. not understanding which movie either of us were talking about. That's right. kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> we, should do a, we should come back after Ben's back and do a side-by-side episode where let's all watch Gran Torino and, and sort keen. of and go through the similarities and differences between those two films. You'll be happy to know I, um, I had drinks with Timothy Clark the other night and mm-hmm. said I'm going to see Gran Turismo and he said, well, I understand that if I haven't seen Gran Torino. So, you know, it's out there. It's amongst the public. <laughs> it can be a deliberate for comedy misunderstanding or an accidental for extended conversation <laughs> where we're both going, what? <laughs> I was uh, late to a lunch with friends because I went and saw it in the movie and I'd done the like, okay, lunch is at this time. I looked up the runtime of the film and then just got absolutely slammed with ads before the film. Oh, uh, yeah, tra- yeah. I like watching a trailer, but this was just like, Ads for like Uber and real estate and just mm-hmm. like all this shit piling on. Yeah, it's very backwards this movie because it's the trailer and then the car. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. Grand wow. Torino. <laughs> now, I w- before we get into the film itself, I want to know if you guys had the same experience as me yes. before the film in the cinema. Because often... <laughs> Almost certainly not. <laughs> <laughs> or Like often, you you know, a movie will have like, doesn't matter where you see it, it's got all the same sort of stuff mm. preloaded before it. Yeah, yeah. So this is what happened for me. Few ads and stuff, lights down. First thing that comes up, static image of the logo for the Equalizer 3 and a QR code that said, Ooh. watch the trailer now. And I was like, I'm here. <laughs> like, I'm here. <laughs> That's bizarre. You? And then it wasn't like it was straight into the film. It was then just like 10 minutes of trailers. Mm. And it was like, so what? I'm meant to scan the QR code and then sit here on my phone watching the trailer 
for the Equalizer 3 on my phone while the trailer for the Blue Beetle plays in full stereo I, in I, this room? I saw the trailer for Equalizer 3. What the, yeah, hell? What yeah, the hell's going on? Yeah. I've never seen this where before. Did you, where, what cinema? I went to the Village Cinemas at the Jam Factory. Oh, that's right. I saw it at uh, Hoyt's. I'm a okay. Hoyt's man. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a village mm. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are I, the village bitch. I was just like... Is this meant to be I scan it and save it for later? Because I think I can figure out getting onto YouTube and looking up the trailer for The Equalizer 3 if I really want to. Yeah. I was just it's like, on this huge Zoomers. screen. They need two <laughs> things happening at all times. <laughs> yeah, on this yeah. massive screen being like, hey, scan this and have a look on your phone. It's just yeah. like, this is bizarre. It's stupid. <laughs> scan this QR code so you can play Subway Surfer while you watch these trailers. <laughs> well, well, speaking of Zoomers, yeah. this movie is about people zooming around. Yeah, yet again had that thing because <laughs> yeah. this is, I think, only the second PlayStation Studios movie after Uncharted. Yeah, we did no research, but we all kind of agree that that's the case. That's the only one we've seen. And yeah. then there's and it, Last it didn't, of Us as well as It didn't use the logo. It did for me. The, the, yeah, yeah, it did. It definitely did. The, the big Because I remember it finding it weird that again that it's like, oh, yeah, there's Kratos and uh, yeah. That uh, didn't Nathan play for me. <laughs> you fucking, I don't know which pirated cinema <laughs> yeah, you went to here. Yeah. They, that QR code was a virus that they were going to install on your phone. Yeah. Damn. Were there lots of like little yellow guys running around in your film? <laughs> like the yeah. ones that are on your auntie's Facebook Everyone page? in the cinema was in suits. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah, it definitely played. Little blue thing, Nathan Drake coming wow, up. Wow, like yeah. the, the sounds and shit. I know yeah. I sound crazy, but I didn't, because that was the, f- I was like, oh, here we go. I'm going to get the little, uh, the little thingy, yeah, and then it, it was, didn't. It really it didn't show it up. It was really exciting to see as well. Wow. It's yeah. so stupid. It's really dumb. <laughs> the, fir- the first like Sony-ish thing that happened, and this happens a few times in the film, when like a, a like a thing will come up on the screen. And it's the like accessing the menu sound yes. from the PlayStation. There's a, there's yeah. a lot of. Which I the, thought was so weird. They've got the Gran Turismo. I so we I, by the we won't spoil the movie. It is based on a true story. Yeah. To the yeah. point where the actual title of the movie is Gran Turismo colon based on a true story. Yeah. Which is really funny to me. Uh, like they have to, th- you've got to put the cell in the title. Too. I would argue that yeah. the movie is unspoilable because it's like you can hear the broad strokes of what this is about and write this movie in your head. Yeah, you've likely, it's yeah. a very formulaic movie. Um, I ended up enjoying it more than I thought I would. And the amount I thought I would was like negative. Same. So <laughs> like Same. I, I let myself get swept away in, in, in the uh, product, know, the time tested <laughs> construction of a film yeah you know? i hated it i thought i would think it was fine and like i actually thought this like that store the, the 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 real life story i was like yep. oh that's kind of interesting mm. and then as a movie i was i just hated it it was just an ad it was just an ad for nissan's and gran turismo the game yeah and they just it was so obvious and it was like oh because like there'll be points where people are like oh it's I don't know, man. You're just a gamer, and then they're like, "No, it's a real sim." Yeah, it, but, but I, I mean, found that yeah. funny. Where it's like <laughs> the the movie it, it is like constantly going like playing games is a waste of time. Playing mm. games is a waste of time, and then by the end they're like, "The only good thing you did was learn how to really race." Playing games was still a waste of time. <laughs> in yeah, some ways. it's funny. So David Harbour's character in it, he's this like mechanic who's t- so yeah. Let's just say what the film basically is. Yeah, it's based yeah. on a true story. Uh, we meet this kid, Yan. Yep, mm-hmm. he's a uh, he's a Gran Turismo obsessive. He wants to be a real race car driver. He loves playing Gran Turismo because of the realism. Uh, meanwhile, Orlando Bloom um, he goes to the Japan offices of Nissan. Mm-hmm. To he's a marketing executive. He's a marketing yeah. exec, and he so he shows up for this like pitch meeting to them, and 
he rocks in. There's like no one has shown up to this presentation. There's like eight of them in this huge theatre. Mm. He he's they are turned in a up theatre. Yeah. yeah, in this massive theatre. He's there trying. It's to like convince, he's doing a TED talk. Yeah, yeah. But he's there trying to convince them them of this idea that he's had, where he's like, let's find a gamer and turn them into a real racer, and that's gonna that's gonna reignite the passion for like the open road mm. in our customers. But he's like doing this presentation where he's taken his jacket off and he's just dumped all his shit at the front of the stage. He just <laughs> left all this mess just on the stage in front of him. He's kind of erratic. Mm. And it's he's weird like, that they're all sitting quite towards the back of the theater yeah. too. Yeah, he looks. He does look like he's on cocaine. He, he has looks disheveled. Back hair. He yeah. just left all this mess on the stage. Then he finishes the presentation and he's left all his shit in there. Yep. So someone has to come back and be like, "Oh, you left all your files. By the way, we're in." Yeah. It's yeah. Like, why would they be captivated I, I by reckon, this man? No, that was like a George Costanza <laughs> like leave a leave a belonging behind after you sleep oh, with the game. someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's actually a simulation, but the, yeah, he's like and the fact that it really happened as well. It's like. How did that? It mustn't have happened like this. I think it's a bit of a story liberty to make him seem like this is his last shot at. Yeah, they got to yeah, give him a bit of character because yeah. he's like this in reality, maverick. he's like this probably very dry marketing guy. He's like, desperate to this make is probably this work an email. Out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then These they, ga- yes, because he's like, there's so many gamers who like to race games. But he goes, let's over. make them buy a car. Kids don't yeah. care about cars anymore, but they do care about games. And then he does the fingers joining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Open well, the church, here's the people. The start yeah. of his pitch is like him telling them about what Gran Turismo is mm. in a real, and it's obviously, it's like for the audience of the film. Right. But in, in the reality of this <laughs> yeah. film, it's like, they know. Yeah, dude. <laughs> They our car, run, our they cars work are in car it. They work yeah. in Japan for a car company. Like we've, we've they've been, been playing involved. it since the PS One. <laughs> yeah, he Grand gets Turismo. up to the whiteboard. He writes car, and yeah. then he writes an S and a dollar sign. <laughs> I actually like, prefer a Seto Corsa. So we, I, you know. <laughs> we 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 speak Japanese. The guy's probably in there who's been liaising directly with Sony about the like mm. how their cars run. He's like, no, no, no. I know who the creator is. I know mm. what this game is. I'm sure that's where the idea came from. Yeah, <laughs> like they were already collaborating. <laughs> uh, look. And it would be illegal in a race, but it's real. It's okay in a movie. It does take a lot of shortcuts like that. Of yes. Like, I get you're not allowed to take a shortcut. <laughs> no, you're not. No. Uh, you can drive quick, though, and that's the idea. And so yeah. Dan's really good at driving quick in the game. Yep. He gets involved in this thing that they're doing where they'll take the best lap times of uh, a few different gamers. Yeah, people who are just playing online and stuff. He's and weirdly, his best lap time is registered at the internet cafe, not at his home console. That's right. right. Yeah. And he's like, he's, he's, yeah, they play this video. I don't know how re- true to life this bit is, but it's like this fucking like Mission Impossible tape delivered to him in the game where it's like, yeah. you're one of the select few people getting to see me yeah. in Orlando Bloom. Uh, yeah, it's really, really Wonka shit. It's like, Orlando Bloom, this, <laughs> the marketing executive, not <laughs> yeah. someone else. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's a, a driver, yeah, good point. some face of the company. <laughs> Why is it Orlando Bloom's character? <laughs> it, but it, I think... The, the 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 difference between mine and Tommy's experience of going like, okay, and yours may have been that at the movie's behest early on, I switched my brain quite far of the way off. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I started to just take it for what it... I think taken for what it is. Yeah. Like, I can imagine it being a I good film. I took it film. for what it was, a terrible <laughs> film. And I don't like terrible films. I think it's a good... I could see it being, if you were a little kid... As like a first, because it's very like sports movie. It's all the yeah, tropes yeah. of that. Yes. If yeah. this was like kind of your first like one of them 
follow your dreams, you can do anything kind of thing. His I could dad. see it being kind of interesting yeah, and yeah. a bit of fun. Yeah. The disapproving father. It's a yes. real family movie type of thing that the dad doesn't believe in him. Even he doesn't know what games are. It's so funny he that understands dad... professional sports yes, fully. Exactly. Yes. It's yes. not like the kids upstairs like playing with Barbie dolls. <laughs> it's like no, no son of mine yeah. is going to be involved in the really pretty cool world of competitive and he, race car he's driving. He's literally like, no, you should work on the actual railroad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's full on. And, yeah, and also, he's like, yeah, let's kick a ball around. Yeah, like, like my ca- other son. Right? That's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, the other There's... son's a soccer kid, and <laughs> yeah. they, he was a soccer dad. It goes through those motions from there of like, you know, the, the coach guy, he had something that made him stop racing, but he could have been a star. Again, based on true stuff, I don't, I haven't looked yeah, up so too David much Harbour of how David Harbour plays right. the mechanic who um, is, uh, yeah, Orlando Bloom goes to him and he's like, here's what we're going to do. He's at the I bottom need- of the list of people yeah, who right. he was going to ask, like, we need a, we need a uh, mentor for yep. these kids. Yep. This is the idea. Can you, can you train this guy up? And he's like, I think you're crazy, but God damn it, I'm in. There's a great mm. bit where before his like qualifying game, they're all out at this party and he gets pulled over by the cops and he's oh, yeah. like, I can't miss the race. And he decides to like gun it out of there, which look, I didn't look into this, but this was the first bit where I'm like, absolutely no way this happened in real life. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but like, so he's like, you know, he's driving the car, he's like trying to evade the cops. And then it cuts to like the video game screen as if, and it's like, no, 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 I, we got it. But, yeah. yeah, those are the parts of the movie I, I didn't like. It reminded me of um, The Beach when he's like, imagine right. he's in a game and yeah, it's just yeah. that like, uh, it, it's using the Gran Turismo looking stuff. And I, I just, I, I always think that looks cheesy. I've never yeah. seen that done uh, well. I thought the not bit- when it's a literal video game, mm. especially, and it just like, uh, yeah, it 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 just feels weird. I did for some reason like the little sounds, the Gran Turismo sounds playing, because like in the middle of a race, it'll show that he's in fifth place, mm-hmm. which I think you need to do in in a racing totally. movie. Like yeah. you need to commute, and I didn't yeah, mind yes. yeah. that stuff of like it freeze framing for a second and going boom mm. and showing like he's in fifth. Uh, like that stuff worked fine. But I like, probably would like that more in like other real racing films, like a Ford versus Ferrari. Like yeah, in a context, yeah. any sports movie, it helps to, especially you know when it's a sport that not everyone's familiar with, mm-hmm. which can be any sport. Like th- conveying the stakes, yes, in a digestible way for the layman. I reckon that's yeah. cool. It's good movie making. That yeah. was my main takeaway from this film was like, damn, I should watch that Drive to Survive show. Because like yeah. all the yeah. – I did think all the racing stuff in this was done really well, like the the bits of drama that happen on the track and they kind of yes. – they frame that really well where he's like – you know, he's communicating with David Harbour who's on the – you know, who's off to the side – but it really does make it seem in slow motion like he's just sitting in this quiet room talking when it's right. like, no, he's going incredibly fast. They set up a very funny rival racer. Oh. This, is, this like- is the Yeah, I love <laughs> this in any sports movie. It's just like... Anyone who happens to be doing the same thing as you <laughs> is a fucking asshole. Just by yeah. default, they're always evil. They're yeah. always his mean. car is gold. <laughs> yeah, and he's yeah. like he. he and you can only be friends with people who are definitely worse than you at right. the sport. Right, right. His first your rival story. after he beats him, then they're like, "Hey, no hard feelings, right?" Yeah. But before that, he was the dick. And yeah, but I, heaven forbid there be a guy who's as good as you, who's also just a good guy who wants yeah. to win. Right. It's his dream. Imagine everyone right. being like, "Hey, it's just a race." <laughs> 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 There's a great bit like early on. So he gets selected to go to this uh, 
he uh, like to, a boot camp to do to go yeah, like a boot yes. camp. And I, I liked all this kind of stuff. And Harbour's really like rinsing him and giving him a hard time. And there's a bit where he uh, he kind of fucks this bit up, and he's like, "Oh, the, the break wasn't the break yes. wasn't working. I did break." Yeah. And he like really sticks to it, and and you know they're being very David Harbour's being very like, "You got to own your failure. You, you yeah. fucked up. You were afraid. You're afraid. There's, yeah. there's yeah. no way you could ever know that because all you've ever done is play Pac-Man." Loser. Yeah. So yeah. Right. So he goes, he goes like, "The break was glazed," and he's like. <laughs> And he's like, no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't. Well, I know from playing the video game, this isn't a fucking video game. And then he, like, the next shot is him in the workshop, and the guy's like, the break was glazed. Yeah. And he comes back and he goes, how did you know that? He's like, because I've been playing the video game and, and it's I a simulation. <laughs> it's like David Harbour seems to at no point have been briefed about what Gran Turismo is, that it's like, <laughs> no, no, it's a, simulation. Film, it's a simulation. Yeah. It's one for one. He thinks they've just gotten a bunch of competitive Mario Kart players. Right. It's like, how could you possibly know how a car works? And it does It does that a lot. Yeah. Yes. The, the movie spends a lot of time being like, this isn't a game anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so David Harbour's character. It's a sport. Yeah. His thing is like he loves when he's working on the cars he's got his like old school tape walkman where he's listening to black sabbath yes his sony brand Walkman. right and there's a bit where they're talking about he's like you know you can get a thing that plays more than four songs and he's like no i like the nostalgia i like this and then the big thing when they're in japan and yeah and sees like a, a new like an updated digital one and it's like sony it like really hangs on it and he gives it to him as his big gift and it's like Man, fuck off. He said he likes the tape. Like <laughs> yeah. it's that it's that like kind of insulting thing of like, no, you're not making my life better. Mm. I like vinyl, mm. okay? I like how it sounds. I think um it's it's yeah, so this obviously happened a few years ago, this yes. actual mm. story. They've it's happening just in today in the movie so that they can have Gran Turismo seven be the oh, yeah, sure. one yeah, that they're showing yeah. in it. Yep. He's got the stack of all the other Gran Turismo games <laughs> yeah, like that. too. But um so yeah, it's sort of like uh, weird in that way. The the it w- works fine though as just like a nothing movie. Like I f- f- kind of enjoyed watching it. If Not you'd really. Seen and literally I don't think everything it's good, else on a plane. Then yeah. like yeah, this will kill a couple. <laughs> this of is hours a for real you. DVD night. There's some thirteen year olds having a sleepover. What the fuck are we gonna do? Put yeah. Gran Turismo on. This is yeah. It's but it is so boilerplate. It's so tropey in every way. Which again, I kind of ended up getting into of like, oh, let me guess. There's gonna be like a Con- a conflict like a sad thing happens where he wants to like walk away but right. even to the point where it is a bit it could do with like half an hour trimmed out of it there's a yeah, it's like two hours long they yeah. even go to the extent of having a love interest where he's like flies her over to where he is and it's a girl that he met once in a car park yeah <laughs> and it's like they, and they have haven't been speaking love. for like weeks <laughs> they must have known each other for longer or something yeah but the, yeah there is that bit, it, it was yeah she was like He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I haven't you know, spoken to you in a bit. I've been doing this car thing. And she's like, I don't mind. Yeah. I don't mind being so ignored. It's totally classic. fine. It's like, this, film, yeah. <laughs> this film did not need a love interest. It's still not passing the Bechdel test. Right. It's a film for the fellas. Just don't, don't worry about yeah. getting the love interest in there. I get, you know, and then I assume parts of it. So I want to, there's, there's two bits that I don't think are really spoilers. And I don't think, again, this is a movie you can, uh, unlike a car. Spoil. Oh my god! But mm-hmm. um, the that's a reference to your first ever joke about a spoiler, probably Fast and Furious spoiler. Oh yeah, 
I don't remember it. You d- it was like 15 years ago, and it was the first time anyone's made a joke comparing spoilers in movies to spoilers on cars. I was a trailblazer. <laughs> it was it was trademarked. <laughs> yeah. It was Adam looks like he just drank a Slurpee real quick. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to th- remember. Yeah. Or maybe um, he's trying not to remember. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's repression face. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to eternal sunshine himself. But skip ahead just a tiny bit. Right. Could, like, um, there, there's two bits that I think if you're keen on seeing this movie will be things that were the bits of the movie where I was like, huh. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the the... Developer, the the like head guy of Gran Turismo makes a cameo that I think is so lame because they when they're in Japan, the, mm. the 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 couple they're eating sushi mm-hmm. and they're like, this is the most incredible, delicious sushi I've ever had. Whoever created this has made something so special. <laughs> the creator of this is a just genius. a genius <laughs> at making things, and the sushi chef is the guy, is the Gran Turismo oh, guy. I didn't pick up and on there's that just at all. a shot of him going, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just a smile right. from him. I yeah. didn't know that They've was. They've got him. someone like, else in the what movie weird... playing. Yeah, him. so he's mm, in it as a character, mm, and he's cameos yeah, as himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was him at all. I was like, what a weird moment. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's again, when says. I'm like, this could do with being half an hour shorter. That's that bit's first on the chopping block. Yeah, and then the ending, the very very ending. Mm. So yes. again, be aware if you mm-hmm. were. This is the ending of the thing, but I am telling you, it's a spoiler. But also that it probably won't affect your enjoyment of the movie. The ending where they go do the classic biopic thing of like, and here's some photos of the the real guy. This is what happened to him in real life. And then they show, and also, uh, you know, he's raced 200 races and was the stunt driver for this movie, which is really cool and that's nice. That's a cool thing to do. Did they make him recreate... The crash that killed a spectator. Right. If he was the stunt driver, that's part. And I guess yeah, we're in. We're within a spoilery bit. I thought the um, like the depiction of the crash was incredible. Like that was, it was cool. The best yeah. thing in the movie. Also, it was like a really gross thing. And I guess if it happened, it happened. But of like. Yeah, we're using this real person's death as motivation for you and like character yeah. development for yeah. you, this guy who plays a video game. Yeah, I wonder because <laughs> like, it's like, so he, he has that crash. He's like, yeah, he kills a spectator. He's devastated by it. And he's like, that's it. I'm out. I don't want to do this. And then there's this bit where David Harbour is like, look, it wasn't your, there's nothing you could have done differently. It was a freak accident. It's a dangerous sport. It's dangerous to watch all of that. Plane you cannot off. blame I mean, yourself. Off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, like, a plane. like plane. This, this happened to me. This is why I walked away and I never got to, you know, see how good I could have been. And I, you know, I like all that thing of like kind of, you know, motivating his character in the film to just mm-hmm. be like, this wasn't your fault. You can't take responsibility. But then part of the way they get him to do that is like, it's days later and yeah. they, dri- they drive him to where the accident happened and they're like, now keep driving. Now that I'm like, that, now that's a bit callous. That's yeah. like a kind of dodgy way of going about it. Yeah, I get I the pep talk, but the like literally being like, this is where it happened. Now you fucking keep driving. It, yeah. just, it didn't like, strike what? me as like unpleasant or anything, I guess, in that way. Cause it's just like, yeah, what, what are your options yeah. in real life? I would never do that again. Like the guy, the other character in the movie who yeah. quit racing. Yeah, yeah. and it's now has fucked this, up. Still has this cool job where he gets to be on the sidelines coaching people, and like, then watch another death. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. Oh, that's so like the thing of um he, uh, the main yeah, and he loves Kenny G. Oh, and yeah, he's yeah. and he's like, I uh, just again, An this Enya. is again yes. so tropey. He's like. 
freaking out mid-race and David Harbour somehow like jacks into the fucking headset and just starts yeah. blasting in your they, aim. They do that like... Uh, the <laughs> turn movie. it off, turn, turn it, it off. off. <laughs> turn it off. They do the movie music. Oh, it was actually in their headphones joke like a number of times. Yes, yes. And for whatever reason, it really played for the group of people I was watching it with. Huh. Yeah. Like in the movie, they're like, huh, yeah. There it's, was one, it's there classic was like sports movie trope of cinema. like, oh, the thing from before, now yeah. he's using it to motivate him. I, Very was clever. It, was it at the bit where like he has the laptop with the brother coming and he's like, are you watching porn? No. That got uh, a chuckle. It was, I can't remember. There was one, it was like everyone laughed. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I also love the, like, the first race. So he like qualifies for this big, for the thing, yes. for the thing that Nissan are putting on. So they immediately put him in like, in actual competitive races mm. and the first one he does he finishes but he comes like dead last or whatever yep. he kind of chokes and the like nissan mechanic guy is like well you finished i didn't think you would and it's like bro you work for him like <laughs> you're on this team and you're just like i don't you, believe you, in you surely you'd get fired if you just immediately smack talk the driver like yeah no, come on brother we all got to be on the same page here yeah. very yeah. very very uh <laughs> silly formulaic movie in a lot of ways formula one like movie in a lot oh, of ways yeah. but like it 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 I, I i don't know i didn't find it offensive i you know i thought it was fine i, I kind of thought weirdly the thing of it being about the video game itself more interesting and also knowing that it's a true story i think or like based on I a true story i think thing, like yeah. if they had have just like scripted this i would have we were saying this off air like if they if this had have just been completely scripted i would have been like this is so dumb but knowing <laughs> that it's like based in some reality I was like, okay, this is kind of yeah, this is kind of cool, and it's cool that they've adapted this rather than just go, we're going to make a film about a bunch of people racing, and then sometimes they drive to a cafe yeah. to get new instructions on where to go. No, race. I was really thinking during it, like I would have loved to have seen the movie where it's just some people <laughs> chatting about what hatchbacks are in a cafe. That yeah, been yeah, sick. it goes half and half because it is that weird thing where like. If you love the game of Gran Turismo... Then like this as, isn't for you. Exactly. Yeah. If, as much as we didn't really, like, none of us really liked the Mario movie, but you did see a lot of people online being like, oh, I loved it because I've grown up with these games and it had this little yeah. thing and it had yeah. this little thing. This is like, if you love getting into, like, the nitty-gritty of cars and that's what you love about Gran Turismo, it's like, oh, this is a movie about a kid playing that game. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Who's not, better at it than you. It's yeah. not a racing movie in the way that like a Ford V Ferrari or whatever was where it's right. like, that was like a, I don't know, Moneyball or something where I don't care about baseball, but that's a great movie. Yes. Yeah. Ford V yes. Ferrari, I don't care about racing, but that's a really good movie. Yeah, the conflict is there and they give you enough context for the sport itself where you're like, this is about people being obsessed with being the best. And then those movies are also good for people who do like those things. From right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think if you're a big racing head, then um, you're not necessarily going to get your racing fix. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you're like the said, David this... Harbour character, you're like, yeah. Yeah. this is This, this did isn't feel real. like baby's first race. Like I said, I was mm. like, yeah, I want to get into this drive. There are a lot of elements about this. Like I never knew like with Le Mans, like it's, like it's nine hours. Like yeah, I didn't yeah. know that how it's long we're out there for. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, sorry, it gets to hour oh, nine. Like I was like, per- yeah, oh, yeah. God damn, that's so long. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got to drive for ages. Yeah. yeah. You got to drive to survive. Damn, Ooh. that's a really good title. Thank you. Um, the uh, anyway, PlayStation Studios—they've done it again. <laughs> I was also—they've replaced A twenty-four for me. This is the new. This is the new badge Maxi, of quality. Yeah. Whenever, whenever it's doing fine. By the way, it's like opening okay. weekend is like seventeen million. So like that, it's it's fine. As yeah, well. like it's fine. if you caught yeah. this movie on TV and dozed off halfway through, you'd be like, oh yeah, that was okay. Yeah. Um, 
I was wondering every time David Harbour and Orlando Bloom were on screen at the same time, I was always thinking like, I wonder if they bonded about how both their wives are musicians. Oh, oh yeah. I wonder if that was how they bonded. Oh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, Orlando Bloom should play more like kind of uh, sleazy marketing guys. I think it sure. suits him. Yeah, yeah. And I thought David Harbour was uh, charismatic and the lead guy was fine. It'd be yeah. cool if Lily Allen and Katy Perry linked up and did a song that became like a mega, mega smash. And then you could trace back and go, well, you know what? That probably only happened because of this film. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like they met on, the husbands met sure, on set. They linked yeah. it up. You know, they got to, they, they were probably like both hanging around, orbiting each other. Sometimes it's hard to get those conversations going. If they wrote the most like beloved pop song of all time and you could trace it back to it being a direct result of this movie, then it's like, okay. This has yeah. justified its existence. I wonder if uh, David Harbour and Alfie Allen have ever gone for the same role, but one of them got it and the other didn't. Oh. Oh, well, let's let's start a gossip podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I reckon, that. if anything, they're more likely to collab on the next Menu Log song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if probably. it's in the spirit of this film. By just the way, another that, ad. that like I had such a Pavlovian. It's not cold and it's tasting really good. <laughs> I had such a Pavlovian Don't response to every to time that door. PlayStation Menu thing mm. came up. Because my experience with that is it's only ever coming up as an error of like, hey, your download couldn't finish because oh, the right. internet's gone down. I had such a like, every time I heard that sound in the film, I was like, oh, something's <laughs> gone wrong. Well, I think it was just the projector's the gran- broken. It was the Gran Turismo sound, right? Not the like PlayStation sound. Not oh, to- it was originally from... I think no, it's no, the no. Gran Turismo menu sound. Well, well there was like the, the-, the PlayStation one happened because I haven't played Gran Turismo in years and years and years. But just the one where you like hold down the home button, like the... Boom. Yeah, the... Boom. That I one. thought that was uh, the Gran Turismo. That was sound. originally Gran Turismo, and then they've ne- they're now using it for the menu. I think it's, it's I think it's a different one. sound. Because well, okay. yeah, I've I've not I've not heard it in Gran Turismo. So yeah, it's, I don't have that attachment, and yeah. I definitely my little uh, my little be, ears were ringing. Yeah. I bet they're similar, but I think it was, but I'm not sure. I'm 100 percent like sure because I watched it and then I listened to it when I got home. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think it's a terrible movie. It's just an ad. It offends me uh, in on an artistic sense, and I don't think people should pay money to see it. Yeah, well, I think you should uh, lighten up, you prawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Neil Blomkamp. As the director would oh, say. Oh, yes, yeah, 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 fuck, yeah. That, I that did, is the word, to go from... I yeah. didn't like, know that going in as well for some reason. I've either I not kind of seen forgot. I was like, knew yeah. he was involved, but I was halfway through, I was like... Did he direct this or just like work on some of the screw? Like I'd, mm. not, I'd seen his name involved in it, but to go from like District Nine comes out and people are like, "Well, this is the new guy." Like he's yeah. really this is so interesting and cool to like. Yeah, I guess I'll it's, take some cash to job, direct yeah. the racing movie where I don't really get to have much freedom, and the yeah. freedom that I do get is like, "Hey, make the um, make the make the police chase look like it's a video game." Yeah, yeah. Shit over the I guess he's like always been a good um, CGI. Yeah, guy. it looked so, fine. Like yeah, all the yeah. racing and stuff looked pretty, pretty the good. The bit where he's yeah. like around the track and the, the other guys crashed and looked a bit lame. But yeah, yeah, the bit where he's in the race at the end and that guy has that crash and he's, mm. oh no, not again! And he's like waiting over the radio. I like all that. The st- yeah, the actual like racing stuff was filmed pretty well. I thought, and like yeah. you said, giving you the context of uh, where everyone is like placed. And it, it's kind of lame, but I honestly didn't hate the thing of like. The car just like he's trying to be like as much as everyone's saying this isn't a game, but then his way of relax of like calming himself is to be like it's just like the game and the thing of like the mm, car kind of practice. dismantling and he's kind of like just seeing himself as if he's just in his bedroom playing that and then it like zooms back out. 
I thought that was kind of neat and sort of and like well executed technically. The thing of like the car, all the bits coming off the car. Sure, it, it that kinda, was a it, nice little bit of flair. It gave me real car commercial vibes. Yeah, which is yeah, like yeah. hard not to. Like it's yeah. cars. Yeah, when you've is, got a yeah. car driving. It's that's what car commercials yeah. are. And they're like, yeah, there's some really high budget car commercials where the fucking, you know, you see all the bits. Of, well, it's but, a film about yeah. a marketing executive making a really long car commercial that's in real life. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, honestly, though, it is a thing where, I mean, maybe that's why they did this adaptation. I meant to sort of dig into um, how much of this has been fictionalised and then got home and realised I really don't care all that much. But <laughs> right. I, I, it's almost like... I kind of would just rather see the doco about them doing this for real because, like, sure. yeah. it is cr- like you just keep forgetting because you're in the film. But it's like it is insane that they did this. That yes. they went, yeah, let's take some, let's take a gamer and turn him into an actual driver. That is a really good point. I would much rather see the documentary. Yeah. They should have made it as the as a as like a yeah a little series doco. or something. Yeah, yeah, but maybe there's just less because I bet when you do the documentary version it's like yeah then we trained him for ages to the same extent that you would a race car driver so he knew how to drive a race car by yeah I wonder if the guy yeah. actually you know? did die because you're right if yeah. it, it is it'd weird be crazy to put in the movie if that wasn't if the case. it's just used as character yeah. development and there's there's no thing at the end of like you mm. know when they're doing the like hey this is the real guys and this cool there's no like oh and you know tragically of course this yeah that's little, true maybe a little it's sad made up. to like a little callous to have not included a thing about him if he was like a victim of the story yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. It could also be this is purely speculative. One of those things where like that isn't what sort of racing companies do because there's like uh, a contract when you buy the ticket that like, well, you're not yeah in sure. danger from this. So oh it would yeah, be, like yeah, a like waiver, some yeah. convoluted thing of like, well, legally we're not going to do that because it would be like we're. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. That's purely uh, speculation. It is odd though, and I, yeah, I've forgotten by the end. Of the credits, or by the credits, like, oh, yeah, yeah, this this, this should be... I guess, yeah, it could be better. I kept every time uh, David Harbour's character went, this isn't a game, there was like a 1% of me where I expected him to go, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> if they had have just on the eighth time he says that, just thrown that in, I would have been like... Okay, oh, these yeah. guys get it. They yeah. know what's going on. How come yeah. they cast David Harbour in the car movie and not the boat movie? Oh, Great question. This movie yeah. should have Johnny Garage in it. <laughs> David Driveway. <laughs> yeah. uh, a movie about Armored Corps would have to star like Leonard w- Hanger mm-hmm. because I've been spending a bunch of times looking at my big robot yes. in my big hanger. Changing his clothes, which I are love, also guns. I love big hangers, personally. Would the character be called Martin Martin Eccleston? M. Eck for short. Yeah, <laughs> someone, something like, you and Mech Gregor. Oh, Mech, <laughs> yes. I see. I couldn't figure out what the fuck Martin talk- Eccleston. And yeah. then he's like, you see at the end, him like writing his name on his pilot's license. Ah, there's not enough room to write <laughs> yes. Eccleston. I'll just shorten it to Eck. Yeah, yeah. M. Yeah. Eck. Call me Mac. Robert <laughs> Obon. <in> <laughs> <laughs> Call me Mac if you're from New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, big Mech game from software, mm. uh, Armored Core, if you've not played them, it's a long-running series that hasn't had an entry for like 10 years or something. Yeah. I never paid attention to any of the previous ones, uh, but like the big... From development over the last ten years has put a lot more interest on this one. Mm. Armored Core Six: Fires of Rubicon. Mm. Oh, and I, I love the name. It's a fun sci-fi name. Yeah, yeah. but you know it's going to be sci-fi with a little bit of a uh, like sort of magical twist. Mm. Fires of Rubicon. Huh? <laughs> um, it's 
uh, yeah, I'm so glad that I was paying attention to this one now because I'm having a ton of fun with Armored Core. Uh, hundred tons of fun yeah, with Armored yes. Core Six. Feels like it is on a lot more people's radars. For sure. For for a uh, so nuts. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and also, they would just have radar. Uh, Mechs in the city before, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, before yeah. we get too far away from sure. all this kind of chatter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why 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 do robot why do <laughs> yep why do why do robots eat burritos? Because they love Mexican food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Nice. That's nice. why. Is that going to be yep. DLC? Yeah. And technically, yeah. <laughs> really tasteless, <laughs> really tasteless DLC. We're going to. I, I mean, they can put zombies delicious. in Red Dead. That's true. <laughs> These mechs could go to Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Or just Mad Mechs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's great. I'm loving it's it. It's so good. I'm really enjoying it. It's maybe my f- actual favorite game of the year so far. Wow. wow. I love it. Everything about it. Wow! And I love the the visuals, the setting, the like weird sci-fi thing of like, yeah, it's a planet covered in stuff that people want, and everyone's fighting Man. over it. People fighting over a pretend resource. Yes, it's a classic. Spice led the way, maybe. Yeah, mm. yep, yep. corals here to unobtainium. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, I and I also I loved the MechWarrior series. Right. right, I was a big big MechWarrior fan from two. Onwards, that was like the first, I think, 3D one maybe. Mm. And then like Mercenaries was an absolute classic, a favourite of mine. I, I've i tried the more recent ones. They're not very good. Or maybe they are the same as they used to be, which doesn't quite hold up in terms mm-hmm. of modern gaming. I think I've seen uh, multiple people say that same sort of thing. As right. Well, like. um, and this is not, you know, the same game by any means. It's much mm. more action focused. Yeah, this isn't a simulation. It's a game. That's right. <laughs> this is a podcast. Um, but and but nevertheless, I think that vibe, that like customization of all the parts and the things and the weapons and the weight and the energy and all that stuff, I love. Yeah. Much in the same that uh, someone who plays Gran Turismo might like. Um, but for me, yeah, this the, well, just the the overall aesthetic, the fucking corporations, the logos, the call signs. It's I just love everything about it. It's, oh, and it's fun to play. Yeah, <laughs> it's so goofy in a fun way with its presentation, where you're getting like this radio play, basically. Yeah, yeah. For, for the most part, it's kind of reminding me of Metal Gear Solid in a way that Same. I didn't expect. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like all, all these like. Really over the top acting performances of like there's one guy from one of the factions I forget the specific names but it's like hey there Mac guy like he's just yelling at you all the time yeah yeah I, I love think, that dude I think that's the Balam guy I think so yeah because there's also a different B one that I forget right that, that anyway um it's just it's it's kind of silly in a in a in a fun way mm. where it and it's surprisingly present in this game that is also very segmented and uh, uh, very gameplay focused. Yes. Um, And that gameplay is super tough at times. The bosses Mm -hmm. are really difficult. Yeah. I'm, I'm up to the end of chapter one, which I think people say is like, it's the market of this game. It's, it's the, the speed that's the difficulty spike. Sorry. He's the skill gate. They call it. Yes. Yeah. Tough to open. Keep yeah, accidentally pulling even though it says push, but it, it's like a point where you've got to start fucking with the design of your mech. Mm. So the the what you're doing in the game, I guess mm. we should say, is piloting a mech. Uh, you have not quite simulation controls, but some pretty complex controls that are 
halfway between being like a character-based action game mm-hmm. and feeling like you are piloting something in a really satisfying way. Mm. All of your shoulder buttons correspond to different weapon slots, basically, on your character. You've got a left arm, a right arm, a left shoulder, a right shoulder. Mm-hmm. And like Tekken, you're like using a button for each limb. Yes. And then you can also customize like the head, body, and legs of um, your mech. And you're like. Oh, damn. And your arms. And, like, your engine, your, like, operating system. Yeah. Um, a bu- yeah, your, a bunch of boosters. Stuff. Yep. Uh, and you're, you've got a lot. It's, a, it's so far a really... I'm only a bit further than that boss, and it took me fucking ages to do that boss and a lot yeah. of reconfiguring. But it seems like it's really well made in the f- way that, like, every different option you have for each of those things is is not necessarily better or worse than others. They've all got pros and cons. It's a real push-pull and, like, you can only put so much uh, stuff on there before it'll be like, well, now you're overloaded mm. with power because, like, you can't have fucking 50 laser cannons. Fuck yeah, you. you'd need more batteries. you got to have bigger batteries. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, the, the, the building of your mech is really cool because you are encouraged by the fact that most of these things are viable to experiment with it Mm. and figure out something that works well for you. Because, like, you can build a type of mech where it's impossible to keep track of what's reloading when and makes it harder to to know what you're doing. Or you can simplify it, but then maybe you're not as versatile. Mm -hmm. But then maybe you're lighter and you're faster. Like, it's, yeah. There's heaps of depth to it so far and it's really quick to just go and experiment with mm. uh, you build I like that in the shop menu to, to to put together your mech you can just push a button and then it's like okay we'll go try that out yes and, and that I'm having a good time with with building my guys because uh, the, oh, each of the legs especially mm. are very different movement types mm-hmm. that you get like a walker normal thing backwards turkey legs guy mm-hmm. who they can jump a bit higher and that uh, you get a tetrapod, four legs. Yeah. And those guys uh, can hover. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. you get your big fucking tank who's not as mobile, but it will allow you to put more shit on it. Mm. And it's uh, like, yeah, got some benefits like that. You can make a big fucking literal tank of a guy. Yeah. All of that customization stuff is overwhelming a little bit at first. There's lots of different stats. But quite quickly and through, there's some pretty useful tutorials. Mm. Once you get your head around it, which doesn't take too long, it is really actually customizable and satisfying to do and really quick and easy to swap things out. Mm. And from what I understand, I'm very early on in this. Uh, like, I'm kind of finding what I find with a lot of mech stuff where I like it more in theory than in execution. Right. I kind of always find that thing where... you. I'm thinking, I'm going in thinking, oh, cool, you pilot this big mech and you're just shooting stuff down and you're going to feel really powerful. And then there just always is something about the like, how to describe it, like you're you're just kind of shooting off into the distance and you're not really feeling like any of this stuff is connecting. That's okay. kind of what I've found with it so far, that it's not having that like Maybe you're too impact. far away from the enemies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just finding that like the the like, I don't know, like the visual language of it of like it just doesn't feel like you're hitting stuff yet in a satisfying way. I also am right. incredibly early on in it. I haven't played much of it at all. And I also don't know if I have it in me to commit to this at <laughs> this I, point in time given what I've already got on the plate and what's also about to come out. Even though it has gotten a lot more attention because of like Elden Ring and whatever being massive, mm. it is still very much doing its own specific thing. It isn't like a Souls game and it is very 
um, like definite in what it is doing mm. and uh if it doesn't gel with someone, then it won't. But, this, yeah, but, but yeah. yeah, what I was going to say was, uh, from what I understand, the customization is like, it's not like you make your thing and then that's your thing. You are going to have to fuck around with it in between every mission. So there's yes. no yeah, locked much. and loaded, like, this is my guy, this is my stats I want. I'm prepared to just like barrel through with this character that I've made. It is making you in between each mission go... There's no there's no one size fits all approach. You are gonna have to like mix it up in between missions, which is cool. I like the sound of that. Yeah, yeah. and I think all of them are sort of viable or whatever. But different situations, you you will be benefited from certain types of builds or whatever. And it's it's also it's more like you un as you progress, you unlock the better version of each thing as well. Mm. It's more it's similar to an RPG where it's like, oh, well, I just got a sick new sword. I'll start using that sword. Yep. Um, but yes, like you say, Nox, there will be. You can make one to your playstyle and mm. and essentially stick with a, you know, a version or or a theme, I guess, where you upgrade those ones as they progress. But um, like, yeah, it's and it, I think it's more with the bosses where it's like, oh, yeah. well, this boss has a has is strong against these things and weak against these things, so you're just gonna find it takes you know fifty tries if you stick to what you want to use mm. versus adapting to what might be better suited to yeah, the yeah. scenario. Learn totally. Because yeah. like the sort of second major boss is has this shield yes, and yes. a lot of attacks that will keep going at you. So I, the thing I kind of had at first was a little more nimble and maybe doing less damage but able to... Uh, dodge better but i found it hard to dodge this guy's attack so i ended up right. making a literal fucking tank mm. that uh was just about dealing as much damage to him as quickly as possible and it helped a lot right mm. and it was really cool to sort of figure that out you can go into the shop and sell anything that you already own for the purchase price i believe yeah I think so you so. can pretty much swap out whatever you've got oh, that's cool yeah uh, at any time but I'm also finding that I just want to collect everything too. That's kind of fun. Because right. the actual game is you zipping around really quick in this with this robot. You're, uh, you've got like kind of a boost dodge to the side, mm -hmm. but it's not like a Souls dodge or anything where you've got some like invincibility to it. You can't dodge no. through attacks in that yeah. way. No. So you have to use cover and there's like a shield that you can learn to use and stuff like that. You have a, like a stamina, a stamina bar basically, but that controls, yeah, your vertical boost, your left and right dodge, your like assault boost thing. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, part of it is it's like a very much a 360 degree combat thing where not only can you be surrounded or you know approach and flank enemies you can go up you can go down mm -hmm. you can yeah. go along the ground undercover and then burst up you can um yeah and combine that level of movement with these different um like weapon loadouts you can approach each situation in a way that might be dumb and you might find it really hard and then you might go like, oh, why don't I like go essentially underground and pop up and use my missiles and get behind this turret and, you know, it's, it's yeah. got such a um, flexibility to the combat, which I find um, really appealing. Yeah, I like it too because it's it's it responds to it, which mm. is, is really satisfying because you're like kind of auto-targeting uh, for the most part. Mm -hmm. Like you're not having to first-person shooter carefully aim no really which uh, makes sense because uh, a mech would have targeting things mm -hmm. in real life <laughs> um, and it but it works the the ui is like 
so weird looking at first. There's there's a lot going on, yeah, and it seems like it's taking up a lot of the screen. But then once you kind of adjust, everything there is actually quite useful. Yeah, and yeah. Like having your 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 uh, like ammo trackers right there in the middle of the screen. Yeah, on the crosshair, helps. basically. Yeah, yes. This massive circle crosshair that's like heaps of the screen. Yep. Um. So it the game is very much asking you to figure out its terms and come to it, mm. and then when you do you have a lot of options within the thing that it is doing. Mm. I found it really satisfying. It's fast and snappy and like uh, uh, big and f- loud and fun. Um, the missions are quite short for the most part. Mm. So like going in and just quickly wiping up these people and then you can go back and replay replay any of those missions at any time to try and get more money and get more better score yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's cool to be able to do that. I do also kind of wish maybe... Uh, stupidly that there was some kind of like well let me go on a sortie which is what they call going on a mission your sortie yes um and i know the military use that word but it is a weird word that <laughs> i don't even quite know how to say sortie. yeah chuck some sortie. beans chuck some beans and some garlic in a wok <laughs> <laughs> sortie it up uh i it would be cool if there was like oh i need more money let me go on like some kind of side generated mission or something you know like because they have the arena which i love as well the arena is really fun it's like you know vr i mean in game like virtual um uh dog fighting i guess you call it death matches Mm -hmm. yeah like you're a mercenary and you're fighting other mercenaries basically you put their hands up in this arena and i love the way it's doing the mercenary thing of like everyone's calling you a dog (laughs) and every single person involved in this conflict is all hiring you to fight the other team oh man at the same time yeah it's great it's so like you have no ethics (laughs) no you're this completely fucked up (laughs) like playing each side against each other and i think also, it's, it works because you are a blank canvas of a character. Yeah. Like, you don't really have any character to you. You never hear yourself speak. Right. The story is starting to introduce patches of, like, I don't know what the answers to them are, but mysteries of, like, you know who he was, right? Or whatever. Mm. Right. So, right. They're, they're, it's going in a direction, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, you can also breeze by it and just do these missions because replaying yes. the missions is fine and having an auto generating thing wouldn't matter it's just when you're going in the missions it is the story thing from back then too so you'll yeah. sure it's all repeating right yeah yeah but and then try and get an s rank and shit which would be extremely hard i'm not <laughs> getting anywhere near to that if i go back and replay the missions right what is I, i've not does it give you a score on first no you've got yeah, to replay right. and then it'll give you the right, give you the right. rank um uh, yeah, those uh, uh, you're, you're slowly unlocking more and more, including the multiplayer, which is not there from the start, I don't believe. Mm. Um, so I don't know at what point of the game that shows up, but it's also kind of cool that it is like really making sure that you're across what yeah. you should be doing in this mm. game. But I'm looking forward to doing some of that because the amount of like uh, visual customization you can give your mechs is really cool too. Yeah, yeah I've seen a few floating around. Someone made like a big Kirby one that looks pretty cool. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> I want to make an Optimus Prime. Sure, I want to yeah. make, uh, you know, every Evangelion and everything. Mm-hmm. You oh, can, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't, I don't recall seeing like a draw your own little emblem thing for quite some time. Yes. Right. Just the pixel grid of like, yeah, yeah, go and draw a penis. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> lots of different colors and, and messing around with your with your color scheme and everything on your mech and your damage amount and all that stuff is yes. fun. And yeah, yeah, I love it. The physical parts are all, you know, how they look for what you've got equipped, but 
that also is fine and makes sense. Yeah, yeah. There's some ability to share those as well. I don't know if that is contained ah. within the game because when I've gone to look for it, it brings up a thing almost like Mario Maker used to have where it's like, okay, put in the code. Yeah, so right. maybe expects you to go and share your codes right. on other websites and whatever. And that's how to download them. And maybe that gets around the thing of like, yeah, you can have a penis, but we're not having anything to do with it. Yeah, right. we're not circulating it. Because, yeah, once you, as you beat people in the arena, you get their like preset entire thing. So, so like, like CPU people. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so you can just like copy and paste and it'll be like, oh, you don't have enough. You don't have all the parts, but it'll like give you their emblem and their paint. Oh, cool. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. all of that stuff. You badge them. One of, yeah. them, one of them looks close enough to Optimus Prime, which is what made me think I should make Optimus Prime. <laughs> right. But yeah, I assume also, yeah, if you can do that with, with user-generated stuff, that's that's sick. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll be doing a lot of my own. I really like customization uh, um, in, of this kind. And, and it's, it's pretty so, fully featured. Yeah, right? like, yeah, it's really deep. So I'm, I'm loving that aspect of it. And yeah, it just feels fun to me to fly yeah. around and... And op- yeah, optimize it to your playing style. Um, it's weirdly feels like a bit of a throwback too. I guess the like simple structure of like you got three missions to choose from, but you're gonna have to do them all at one point. They give you some money. They give you some rep. Um, they progress well, yeah. this very um, like it's a cool. It's very like cyberpunk, very sci-fi. Like corporations battling it out. They don't yeah. care about anyone. There's a revolutionary group, but. You work for them, you're working, you know, it's like, I don't know, it's just my, it's my shit. <laughs> it's really cool. And like, it's not the most maybe like technically visually impressive game. Right. Like it, you know, it, it's got really big areas and all of that is cool, but everything on like a, in, on a detail level is fairly flat-ish. Mm-hmm. But aesthetically, like design wise, it's crazy that it looks so good because it is all grey and yeah, it is yeah. all like very, you know, it, it doesn't look drab f- for whatever reason, even though it's like doing a pretty muted color mm, palette for mm. the most part. It's similar to Near Automata. Yes, it's reminded me of that too. Yeah, yeah, because it is. Yeah, literally like a, uh, a, a half destroyed planet. Lots of giant. Like the scale of it is awesome. There's like a, ve- a mission early on where you like take down this thing called a Strider. Yeah, and it's just like a big, big old six-legged machine, like a big spice harvester scale sort of thing. And it like, it, the, it it does have that structure of like, it feels like a PS3 game that felt like a PS2 game, Mm. but also controls really well, if a little sort of complicated at first to maybe get your head around, uh, being good at it initially because right. I also was trying to dodge through things which doesn't work and you've got to mm. you've really got to go like what does this game want me to do yeah, yeah. you got to play only this game for like three days in a row right, yes. right. <laughs> yeah. and we're, we're all still fairly on but I don't uh, have any reason to think that it's going to get suddenly worse no um, harder for sure and that's like it again that is sim- like very throwbacky in in the way that the other from games were of like you just got to get better at it yeah and it's and it and, and it's unforgiving yeah. about it and yeah. like it really is like and the feeling after beating that boss who's like the market equivalent kind of like fucking hell okay here we mm. go um I had to turn it off for the rest of the day because <laughs> I was just fucking drained from it but in right. a satisfying way right where I was like oh it <clears throat> yeah, it, it time for an ice bath. <laughs> <laughs> I really, it's it's just it's got that really satisfying thing where it 
you properly feel like you were good at it when you do yeah. something. Because yeah, you yeah. Were. yeah. You really earned it. You didn't just get lucky. Yeah. And and going in and having the 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 design of your mech be such a crucial um, mm. factor in that is fun. I'm I'm really enjoying the game. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You're right. You feel like you've you figured it out. In, yeah. in multiple ways, yeah. And it's just so, like, fast and... and, and Oh, yeah. I was going to say, with, with regards to sort of, like, the, the visuals and the level of detail and stuff, yeah. if they've sacrificed some of that to make it run the way it does... So to, to yeah. load, to, like... Yeah. Especially with the bosses, you're just, like, bang, straight back in. Yeah. Really smooth. And, and, yeah, all of the loading stuff is just basically instantaneous it's pretty funny how it has the thing of like there's a loading bar that gets you know one little block and then goes boom and it's done <laughs> yeah. like you don't even see it move it just goes duk, duk, and like there's a screen there but it doesn't take long and yeah it's not in the way because you're going back to the menu heaps uh it's really unique mm. and and individual uh and just yeah super fun for me and i think in one way kind of accessible and it's like a big action game that i think anyone could probably not be turned off by but then in another way it is also doing very much what it's doing only yes mm. so yeah it might be something that isn't necessarily if it's not to your tastes then it never will be yeah, yeah probably and I, yes i think having being a fan of the mech warrior series but also like yeah the the like echoes of um f 18 Eagle or whatever it was called and right. the Ace Combat series and like and yeah and being like no no I want a bunch of shit on the screen because it's not messy it's telling me what to do totally and like the feeling of you are controlling this thing as a pilot is conveyed mm. even though but like it's halfway between being like an old mech warrior or like heavy gear and those like yeah, ones back yep. then and almost like a Bayonetta Devil May Cry thing mm. in like somewhere at a midpoint between those leaning towards the mech warrior thing with the sort of you can have a bunch of different viable play styles that is something that i feel carries over from the souls games and the Elden yeah, type yeah. stuff like there's a lot of different things you can use and all of them work if they suit you and you know how to use them it's also i think yeah di differentiates itself from uh from the mech warrior games in that the combat is not it, yeah, it is fast-paced. It is, like, I've seen it compared to Returnal. Like, it is yeah. a third-person bullet hell game in many, as, um, you know, elements, especially the boss battles. Um, so, again, which, that, like, that could be a huge turn-off for someone. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it is, the, it is the most difficult aspect of the game, but... As with a Returnal, um, it's for me. It's been worth persevering because, yeah, like you say, the satisfaction of, of succeeding is 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 high. Totally, because you do need to get used to it. And it, it is frustrating when you're not, like, because yeah. you get staggered uh, if you get hit enough yep. at mm. once. You will like shut down for a second, and there's no more annoying feeling in the world yeah. than being like, okay, fuck me then. Yeah, okay, fuck. You. All right. And, like, you really can, from the bosses especially, take a lot of damage quickly and just be fucking it up. Yeah. Um, but That might be the worst feeling in video games. Like, getting knocked down <laughs> yeah. and having that, like, couple of seconds of getting back up like, and you're oh, taking damage while you're doing it. All these missiles nightmare. are just hitting me. Yeah. 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 And it's, it, but the good thing about this one, I guess, is when it happens, it's like, I should have gone the other direction. Yeah. I should have been hiding behind this thing. I should have already been out of the range of that. Like, yeah. you know what you'd fucked up about it. Cause like you get the, the, the shields that you get are like the, the moment you bring them up, they're more effective. 
So it's mm-hmm. kind of like a parry thing that you have to be... And you still take a bit of damage from that, but it really reduces it if you do it right. Fucking up the timing on that, mm. I, yeah, is frustrating, which means that when you get it, feels great. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, two out of ten. Great. <laughs> well, that's going to do us for this week. We'll be back next week with a big old Starfield wrap-up. Yes. Well, not wrap-up, but no, some first impressions. I will have played it the whole game. <laughs> uh, um, I got the early access thing. Yeah, me too. So, Same. Yeah, we'll, be, we, we'll have a few days to, to pour into it before uh, before the app, which yeah. is good. Your, you know, you, like you said, you're going on holiday for a bit, but we'll be doing that over Zoom. And if, yes. it, if the Xbox streaming stuff works. Yes, I'll get to try that out. Um, compare it to the PlayStation portal. Um, I, I assume it's going to be okay. I've... I've tried it at home and my internet is Australian, so it is not fast enough. But I'll be taking my MacBook and my, my Elite controller. Let's give it a go. Yeah. I have a feeling it's going to be, yeah, I have a feeling you'll be able to do enough of it. Yeah. Certainly like the early stuff where you're just, you know, being tutorialized and walking around and That's stuff. That's shouldn't be too tricky to get through. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Massive cloud. seeming game. Early impressions aren't out as of time of recording, mm. but mm. seem positive from tiny bits of whisper. Yeah, I wonder mm-hmm. when, I guess reviews will probably drop before that early access yeah. thing, right? Yeah, they'll so be like, up by even maybe the time this podcast is live. I oh, saw sure. a thing with, uh, there was a thing one of the uh, one of the um, Bethesda execs saying during the week that it can take about 130 hours to mm. really get into the game, and I was like, I got to tell you, that sounds like an impressive soundbite if you're an exec, but I don't know that that's the thing that, that makes me excited to play a game. <laughs> There's been a lot of them lately. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to try and I'd finish up Baldur's Gate three yeah. and play more Armored Core, but I'm really yeah. looking forward to seeing Starfield. I'm That's, pissed off yeah. that I can't play more Armored Core, honestly. <laughs> Cancelling my holiday. Yeah. <laughs> That's bullshit. Hey, yeah, going up. Can I go to the cockpit? Because I actually know a few things about uh, how to work something like this. So, What kind of shoulder cannons does this plane have? <laughs> Why isn't the dodge working? <laughs> uh, head to filthycasuals.com.au for the links to all the other stuff that we have going on. We've got the Patreon where you get a uh, bonus different show every week. We yeah. talk about... Movies and video uh, and movies and <laughs> TV shows and just all cultural things that aren't video games. We've got the YouTube channel mm. uh, where we've got hundreds of videos on there. We got let's plays. We got one offs. We got our video episodes every week. Uh, we've got our Bandcamp episode recently where we tried to make the best game possible, Frankensteining different elements that are good from other video games. Yeah, and we building had a fun an armored core. Yeah, yeah, game. You spoiled the four. end. We just came up with Armored Core 6. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that was very fun. And, yeah, interesting weighing the sort of pros and cons of... I'm of, so annoyed yeah. that you said Armored 4 because that was going to be what I said at the end of this. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, put some knocks on the robot, but Damn. now I can't say Do that. Do you need Do a Grand Turismo one? No, yeah. whatever. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals... Ben, you're going to the UK. You'll be able to play Armored Core. Blimey. Yes. Yeah. There you go. He did it. Back. He did it. Phew! <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.